good afternoon, church, and welcome to a new year. You haven't heard from us since last year. Pastor Stephen, welcome this afternoon again. It's good to, to be with you recording again this afternoon. It is always good to be with our host, Joshua Boyd, and uh, really uh, welcome you all into 2021. I, I wonder how many times have you already written 2020 on something instead of 2021? I've, I've had some of the ladies in the office have to make some adjustments for me because I can't get 2020 out of my head. Yeah, yeah. Even today, I've made several mistakes writing that today. I feel like typing that in, but um, welcome to a new year. We hope that it is treating you uh, well. We hope that you enjoyed um, your holiday season with family. We hope that you were safe and healthy. We know that there are so many concerns with um, the way things are right now in our, in our world, in our country, and um, with just so many health concerns, but we pray that it was a, a safe and healthy holiday for you and you got to, to visit your family and, and have uh, many memories uh, there. But uh, it is a new year, and we just it had our first that. worship service of the new year just two days ago. Um, that was the 3rd, I believe, January 3rd, and, and it was a great worship service. It was great to see everyone back in the building after um, several weeks there. Of, it was encouraging. Yeah. Uh, I, I do note i think most of our folks connected with us online which uh, we appreciate the added concern and caution that people are taking because of the rising covid numbers in tarrant county but it was it was a blessing to see those that were with us on campus and once again i think it's it's thrilling to know that we can then connect with people online and not simply on sunday but through the week as people share in our worship services, and I thought the dynamic was good. Uh, the Lord was with us, and He lifted our hearts and helped us just to uh, move beyond some of the fears and concerns of the circumstances, and to know that the Lord is with us yeah. as we move into this new year. I mentioned to several people after this past Sunday that it was it was a and in traditionally the first. Uh, you know, Sunday after coming off of multiple holidays in a row, it's typically going to be a, a lower attended service, in-person attended service. And um, it was for both hours of our worship. It was it was, it was low compared to some of our other um, attended Sundays. But I made the comment to several people how um, participatory people were mm-hmm. and how, how much uh, engagement there was with uh who all was was there, and so if you were there on Sunday, we that that didn't go unnoticed. The the energy and the atmosphere that was in um, our worship center Sunday was um, I, I would I would use the word unparalleled, really, just considering how it many, was. It, there it was, was a, a different Sunday to yeah. the experience, and uh, again, I'm grateful to those that uh, joined us on campus, and uh, we don't take you for granted. We appreciate the effort that you put forth. We're thankful for our volunteers week in and week out that that help us uh, to do what we do on Sunday. But uh, we're also very mindful of where we are. I mean, coming out of December, regrettably, uh, the numbers involving COVID uh, are, they remain a source of concern. And we had a couple of our staff members uh, leading up to Christmas that had to battle the virus and thankfully were able to overcome it successfully. But that's just where we are right now. And so moving into January, we're trying to show uh, the appropriate caution. Uh, For example, we're not going to be doing our our normal Wednesday activities moving into the month of January just to give people uh, just some additional time to have confidence about our our public gatherings. And so uh, be assured as we move into this new year, 
your ministry team is trying to take every step to provide uh, the, the necessary assurances and precautions to, to bless those of you that participate. But mark it down, uh, our expectation is God's going to do something extraordinary into the year ahead. And no though we're having to adjust as we are in the present, uh, my vision for the coming year is that we're going to see the Lord accomplish some wonderful things. And our prayer is that he's going to accomplish some wonderful things through you. That uh, though maybe 2020 is a year you want to quickly uh, put behind you, I hope you're moving into this new year with a conviction that there's going to be a goodness in what happens into the new year ahead. Yeah, no doubt. And I thought it was, there. it is no coincidence, but uh, this past Sunday, your sermon uh, series that we just started was First Things First, mm-hmm. and we talked about that and there's really not a more uh, you know at the first of the year start of a year especially after the kind of year that we've just come off of kind of unpack that for us a little bit what's the well what's again, the underlying significance sometimes there? when you find yourself in the midst of a challenging set of circumstances uh, they can become bigger than life and they can be con- uh, all consuming and begin to dominate your thinking so that you potentially lose perspective you feel helpless and vulnerable due to the mounting difficulties. And what I wanted to do on Sunday is just to help us as we move into this new year, approach it in a very practical way. Years ago, I read a leadership book that I mentioned on Sunday by Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where he proposed some practical steps that a person can do to be more more effective in the workplace. But honestly, several of the things he highlights are just helpful, practical approaches to life. And one of the things he stressed is that you need to put first things first so that you identify what truly is important, what is of lasting value, and you make certain that you are able to to do those things. You don't allow the most important to be pushed aside because of what some might describe as more expedient. You, You invest in the first things. You do the first things first. And my encouragement on Sunday is, well, okay, it's 2021. Let's do that. Let's put the first things first. Of course, to do that, you got to know what your first things are. And we spent some time talking about that on Sunday. But to summarize it, my hope is, as believers and followers of Jesus, that our first thing is Jesus, that we want to put him first. We want to enter into this new year, allowing him to influence our thinking, our outlook, to affect our heart, which in turn affects what we say and and how we act. I I want us to find peace and joy because we put Jesus first. And so on Sunday, that was my my appeal. Uh, I'm not asking you to adopt a resolution. Uh, I would rather encourage you to make a determination of mind and heart just to relate to Jesus first. And would you agree, Josh, that's not always easy to do. No, especially when they're, you know, we've talked about this a few times, even on the podcast, about how you know, we feel a lot of the weight of, of the world, the weight of the worry that we're surrounded by. A lot of that kind of comes um, to us like a train, really. And it's it's sometimes so difficult for us to see past what we're facing right now. And, you know, I even mentioned on Sunday in our contemporary worship service how so often, you know, just me personally, I, I take 
situations or things that I know are up and coming or the uncertainty of the future. And I let that kind of be um, the forefront of my, my mind, my anxiety, things like that, when really the Lord hasn't even blessed me with mercies to cover those things yet. That's a, that's a daily journey that, that God takes us on. And, and it is a constant battle. And yeah. you know what you just described, I imagine, is true of every single person. I mean, in each of our lives, there are going to be competing uh, forces that want to take the first place. They want to be what dominate us. And if we want this coming year to be different in a way that allows for Jesus to have a greater activity, then in a fresh way, just determine within your heart, you know, I'm going to live every day in such a way where Jesus is first. I'm going to approach the day that way, and I'm going to allow him then to line up the other things that may be a part of my top list. And and if, as we do that, I really do believe we're going to discover, even with the uncertainties that remain in this year, that God can work with us and through us, and there, there can be a, a fullness and a goodness that comes from that. Now, on Sunday, uh, Josh, I tried to even recommend some simple ways that we might do that. <laughs> And not surprisingly, it involves reading uh, God's Word, uh, allowing the words of Jesus to really have a central place in our thinking, in our our focus. I, I cited the words of Jesus himself in John 8, where he said in verses 31 and 32, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And what I wanted us to, to appreciate is how we relate to Jesus' word really does indicate how we're relating to him. If I'm neglecting his word, then frankly, I'm neglecting him. If I'm ignoring his word, I'm ignoring him. And so if I say I want to put Jesus first, that can't happen unless I'm allowing his word to be a part of my life. And it's to my advantage because you see when I put him first by reading his word, it's in that activity that I come to know the truth, as Jesus describes, and then I can experience its power. And so on Sunday, as I frequently do here at Norfolk Earth, I said, let's, let's commit ourselves to read every day. Let's do something intentional that will allow the words of Jesus to speak into our lives. And so I, I promoted a new Bible reading plan that is called Own It, 365. Now, Josh, had you heard of the plan prior to us promoting this? Um, you know, when we, Pastor Stephen and I started talking, you know, probably two months ago, really, mm-hmm. I guess. It was a while back about um, a, a reading plan, a yearly reading plan, emphasis something that we can launch at the, at the first of the year. And um, we found six or seven, and this one was, was not one of them. We had to search yes, deep for this was one. It was kind of buried. Yeah, it was, it was deep in there. Um, but it's a great plan, and we looked it over, and there's there is lots of. Um, it's a unique plan, I think. It, it ties in. You kind of mentioned it on Sunday during both of your messages, but um, it it ties in on the last reading day of the week. A um, typically an Old Testament passage that is touched on in the the five days that you read of the New Testament. So that's it's really called the New Testament plus plan, and that's exactly what it is. It's the New Testament plus some of the relevant things that are mentioned, the relevant Old Testament scriptures that are mentioned um, during the readings during the week. And uh, I think it's a great plan. It'll carry. I, us I think deep it's practical. Uh, again, it, it 
it begins with the Gospel of John. Uh, we read John chapter 1 yesterday and John chapter 2. It, you average a chapter a day is, is largely how the plan is designed. Uh, but we're reading through the Gospel of John, and we'll read five days uh, in the New Testament. And that sixth day, uh, where an Old Testament passage has been mentioned during the week, you'll have the actual passage that you'll look at, which just permits for further reflection. And if you're a parent or grandparent and you want to involve your children into this experience, uh, the plan also recommends a shorter portion from each day's reading that you can read with your family members, maybe at dinner or at the breakfast table, and you can say, hey, what do you think about this? And you can have a, a helpful faith talk in a way that might benefit those that you love. It's just there for you in a very clear and direct way. Now, as we're moving through it, as you mentioned, Josh, you, you won't read on Sunday. We're going to encourage you just to let that be kind of your Sabbath in regard to the reading days. But you then come into the worship and you focus your heart. And as God speaks to us through the study of his word on Sunday, then it carries us into the next week. And so uh, we want you to be a part of that, whether you've started it already or uh, you thought about it and you've not yet uh, begun it, uh, we want you to be a part. And there are a couple of ways that you can do that. Now, the name of the plan is Own It 365. You can go to the ownit365.com site and participate in the plan online that way. But I've been promoting a Bible app that will also help us facilitate the plan. Josh, why don't you describe the app for us? Yeah, so Life.Church, uh, Life Church in, uh, in Oklahoma, they um, kind of invented uh, this app. They wrote the app, and uh, several years ago, uh, the Uversion Bible app really just took over the globe. I mean, it's on millions and millions and millions of different devices. It's remarkable and, how broadly it has spread yeah, and one of the we we commend life church a lot of times a lot of the resources uh, if you watch live.northfortworth.com if you watch our services there that's also a resource from life church and um great church that has been very community driven for a long time and very and generous in, provides in providing resources yeah, provides lots of resources that uh, we wouldn't have access to otherwise really and there are lots of great bible apps but there i don't know if there is one that has as many free features as this one does and as many translations for free as well we will talk about that in a second i guess but um you can access the uversion bible app on any device that has connection to the internet, on any yeah. device. On, on any your platform. computer, just go to Bible.com. That will be the site where you can sign up and be a part of it. Or if you live on your phone, like so many people seem to be doing these days, simply go to the Apple Store or the Google Store. You'll find, uh, in fact, what you might do is just put in the search um, uh, version Bible app, and it will likely bring up several options the one you want to look for is version, uh, because that's going to help you uh, utilize the plan that we've promoted. So again, if you've not yet signed up, definitely do it today, uh, even as you listen and 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 participate. Because, and this is where I was going with it, the the Own It 365 New Testament Plus plan is incorporated in the Uversion Bible app. And so once you sign up, uh, you'll see a place where it says plans. You just click on that. And then in the search, just type in own it 365 New Testament. And it will bring up the plan that is the plan that that we've been describing, uh, it will move you initially through the Gospel of John and then carry you on through the New Testament. And and so you, you, you go ahead and just sign up for that. 
But then, now, this is the feature that I tried to, to, to point people toward on Sunday. You can connect with people. Uh, if you'll see, there's a friend uh, part of the app where you can connect. Uh, if, I told folks, if you don't know who to invite to join you, I mean, you, you can invite Stephen Lowry as your friend. I'll, We're both uh, on there. <laughs> I tell you, what, I've, I've been connecting with people these first two days of the week. And uh, we, we want you to have a shared experience through the reading. And now, I, I, please hear me state, I'm not asking you to, to request me as your friend. Uh, you may have two or three people in your life group. Or again, just a close Christian brother or sister that God's been using in your life. Why, why don't you just encourage them to go ahead and sign up for the app, and then together you can read through the plan, and and you can even interact. Uh, I've been watching these first two days as some have joined me in the reading of the plan. Uh, been blessed by some of the observations that they've made, and. And then, of course, as we go on through the year where we have questions and those types of things as they develop, you don't have to feel alone. You yeah. can have somebody read the Bible with you, which is always an advantage. And so you've heard, if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard us talk about the the Bible plan, the Own It 365 New Testament Plus plan. You've heard it here. If you listen to either of the services or were in person for either of the services, you heard it there. And then you were also reminded in an email that Pastor Stephen mentioned on I, Sunday. I, I'm, there's, I'm overwhelming them with it, aren't I? <laughs> they're, they're, and I don't want to sound overbearing with this, but if you've missed it somehow, you can find it you've very easily. You've been out of the country because <laughs> I, almost in every forum, I've been trying to say, please, uh, let's put Jesus first as we read from his word. And this is a simple way that you can do it. Now, one other feature with regard to the YouVersion Bible app, I think that is worth taking the time to sign up is just the number of translations that are available. Um, there are so many of the more popular translations that you have access to. Uh, those of you that have a commute, uh, you may be listening to us on your way home from work this afternoon. Uh, you can even use the audio version, for example, of the English Standard Version. For free. Uh, for free. <laughs> and so, you know, you can just click in John 1 and it's going to just read it yep. to you as you make your way to work or as you're traveling home after work. I mean, there's no reason that we don't can't create space for the Lord to speak into our life through yeah. a word other than we just, I guess they're stubborn or negligent. We just refuse to do it. And I don't want that to be the case with you. Now, I, I teach out of the English Standard Version, but often when I have my morning readings, I look for ways to, to read another translation so that I might gain some some further insight, and you can do that. There's the Christian Holman Standard Bible. There's the New Living Translation. There's the Contemporary Version. Uh, if you're a New International Version uh, person, you can find that. If you're a traditional King James Version, uh, you can find that. I mean, all of those translations are there. Translations, paraphrases. There's even commentaries that are free to read on there as well. There's, It's... It's an amazing resource, absolutely for free. And it's you can, there for us. And, and you can access. So anytime. please, as you're listening today, let me remind you what Jesus said. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I want that to be descriptive of you. And uh, you have the opportunity to do that. And we urge you 
uh, to, to commit yourself to do that. And one final comment, if I may, Josh, as uh, we're talking about reading the Bible, uh, let me remind us that we read in order to grow in our faith of Jesus. It's, this isn't, we're not trying to create a, a kind of a religious a rule for you where I've got to read my Bible every day. No, we want you to relate to Jesus every day. And so when you read in the morning, uh, open it up in prayer. Ask Jesus to, to remind you of his presence, to, to bring you forward in your faith, and then read as a disciple, looking for ways that, that Jesus could, could guide you in a way that you need to see. Often I encourage people in, a, in their morning Bible readings Honestly, just ask the Lord to impress one lesson on their heart. Uh, because you, when you read a whole chapter, you could see six or seven things that stand out. But what we want to do is to move with Jesus into the day. And that's where if you just pray, now, Lord, touch my heart at one point. Help me to focus in on a thought or a phrase or a verse or something that is portrayed. And let that move me toward you, Jesus, and then into a day that in a way that I can reflect that. And so, again, don't, don't overcomplicate this process of reading. Just approach it as a disciple and let the Lord encourage you as you, as you seek to do so. Yeah, definitely. And as you're um, gearing up for the new year and you're um, maybe finding a new stride or finding a new uh, pattern of life, whatever that is for you, I know we're all kind of walking through this uh, journey together and then what our culture is right now and we're or stumbling or, yeah, <laughs> or awaiting the, the changes that are going to come uh, for the United States here in the next month and what that's going to look like for all of us. And um, as you do that and you, you may feel and we pray that you do, um, we, we pray that the Lord is encouraging you to find new ways to serve, new ways to plug in, new ways to be poured into even. Um, and we have so many options right now at North Fort Worth for you to be a part of what we're doing here and um, things like even this podcast that we do. If um, you have any desire to be a part of anything like that that we're doing, any part of our services on Sunday and any media or worship aspect, anything to do with our students or with our children's ministry, we have so many areas where we're absolutely needing people to start plugging back in. You know, we've been able to make do for a long time um, since COVID has started with, with lighter crowds and things like that. But as more people get involved and more people um, are coming back into the building, we are de in desperate need of people to start plugging back in and serving again. So, I mean, we honestly need your help moving do. into 2021. And um, again, we've been cloistered and in, in, in in our homes, but uh, moving into this year, we're going to begin to reconnect. And with that, we want to create new ways of service and ministry. So if you have an interest, as Josh has described, please, uh, you can e email us at podcast at norfolkworth.com and say, hey, I heard your comment about volunteers. I want to help. Or you can email Josh or me personally in our yep. emails uh, related to the church church site. So help us with that and encourage us as you make yourself available. And speaking of the podcast, uh, again, this is the first one of 2021. Season three, 2021. Uh, we, are, we once again would invite you, if you have questions or even uh, maybe some topics that are on your mind as we move into this new year, uh, we would be interested in what you're thinking. Yeah, so no one wants to hear us just unpack the sermon again. No, every no, week. we want to be able to <laughs> to bring in front of you those things that will help you 
live out your faith and to hopefully encourage the people that are around you. So um, if you have that on your mind, maybe coming out of the Christmas season, there's really been something heavy on your heart that in this context we can talk about and we can focus in on. Then once more, email us at podcast at NorfolkWorth.com. We we really hope to hear from you. Absolutely. We're praying that your new year has started off as well as ours has. We're excited for the year and what God is going to do through you, through us, and through our church, and through the ministries that we're doing here in Fort Worth. But um, we're excited to see um, the journey that we're on together. And, and this is uh, definitely uncharted waters. We mentioned that this morning in our staff meeting, that this is truly just an uncharted time. But we're here to to walk Uh, through all of this with you, and we know that the Lord has gone before us to prepare it for us. And so, um, church, we're praying for you this week. We love you, and we hope that uh, this week opens many doors for you and that you're encouraged and uh, that you're able to extend hope to others. And we'll see you back this Sunday um, at 9 and 11 for worship and then right back next week for another podcast. (music) 